Steven Gomez is a 29-year industry veteran as a business coach and trainer. You definitely don't want to miss this conversation. Uh, welcome back to the Hairdresser Strong Show. My name is Robert, and I am here with Steven Gomez. And I met Steven at the Premier Orlando show. I was in one of his seminars, and we was talking about how to be successful in in as a stylist in our industry through talking about business. It was really great, kind of got really down, nitty-gritty into the things that I feel like a lot of people can overlook. So I thought it'd be a great opportunity to get him on the show and uh, hear a little bit more about what he does. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm doing great, my friend. Uh, happy Monday. I'm glad to be here and uh, glad, always glad to be in a conversation to support the growth of other people. Nice. Awesome. Uh, so why don't we, why don't you tell us a little bit about like how, about your background and how you got into uh, this education or uh, this coaching and training? Sure, sure. So um, I, although I live in California now, um, I'm, I'm a Chicago guy. Uh, it's my hometown. Uh, grew up there. Uh, my family was in the restaurant business and also salons. I grew up in both. Uh, went to school for marketing and restaurant management, thought my path was going to be on the restaurant side, got burned out on that, came back over to our side of the coin, uh, was running that business and launched my own marketing company at the same time. I ended up marketing over 100 salons and spas all over the U.S. in about an eight-year stretch. I loved what I did. Uh, like pretty much anybody listening, we love what we do. We get into this because we love the creativity of it. We love being able to touch people. Uh, we love being able to create our own lifestyle. Uh, and I had all that going for me, but I never really got past algebra in high school. I never thought I'd be smart enough to understand the numbers, um, avoided it like the plague, uh, told myself that, okay, because I don't get that, I'm just going to have to outwork everybody. I'm going to have to be the first one there, the last one to leave. I'm just going to have to hustle. And a lot of us do that in our industry. We just hustle and we work hard. And I was doing that and everything was going really well, super successful. But, you know, like a lot of us, uh, we keep the tips and the cash sales. I did that. I got audited. They looked at one year. They went five years back. I owed them 80 grand I didn't have. Uh, that drove me to bankruptcy, lost my home, was couch surfing again uh, at my mom's and my brother's after eight years of hard work. And I didn't want to give up on my dream. I wanted to keep growing. And uh, one of my clients who had two salons in Omaha introduced me to his coach and I couldn't afford her, couldn't afford not to. So I went home to the bank of mom. We all know an iteration of that bank in our life. And she gave me the loan and I hired my coach. And, you know, I, I went on the journey to transform my knowledge and to understand finance and to rebuild everything from the ground up the right way. But the biggest thing that I learned was shifting my perception that I actually was smart enough to learn that. And by being able to go on that journey, um, I was able to rebuild the business. I was able to pay off all the debt, rebuild the credit, sold that company, uh, was able to uh, move on uh, in a very empowered way. The company that coached me offered me a chance to join them. Nice. Uh, and literally they gave me two weeks. So I put everything in storage for my brother to sell off and out to California. I went and I haven't looked back. Uh, I'm 29 years in now. I've coached over 500 salons and spas of all different shapes and sizes. Um, had the honor of training all over the world. If you would have told me that would be my path, um, that I would be in Moscow four years ago with 
60 owners from all over the country or in Italy or down to Bogota, Colombia or uh, over to England and to Dublin. I mean, we've brought the message to a lot of different places um, and all over the U.S. and all over Canada. Um, our, our passion is to help people and do it in a very specific and measured way. Uh, the commitment is to help professionals look at what's working, but maybe we're working our asses off to make it work. And, you know, what's that missing thing or missing perception uh, that would help us shift and grow in that area? What, and, and, and also what's not working the way we want it to and what can we add that can create momentum and that could spur growth. Uh, that's where my passion lies. You know, there's no quick fix in building any business in any industry. Uh, and quite often, and especially in this social media driven age, uh, we expect things to come really fast. But as you know, in our industry, that's not the case. You know, yeah. you have to grow and uh, you have to put in the work. It's one client at a time. It's one service at a time. Uh, you're, you're one service away, one conversation away from being better at what you do. Uh, and I think there needs to be a patient walk in our industry, uh, a, a reminder of that. And, and that's what I do as a coach. Um, I've also written a couple of books. I wrote a book called Financial Fitness. Uh, so here's a guy that never thought he'd understand it. And now I have a book on it. Uh, I've got about 20 different industry specific spreadsheets that go with it. I have another book called Interdependent Leadership, Creating a Culture of Inclusive Growth. Nice. I believe that in a right brain creative space like we have, uh, you have to get all hearts and minds together working on things. And that's what that book is all about. It's about really strengthening the cultural dynamic and freeing up the leader to actually lead as opposed to trying to figure everything out and run like a chicken with their head cut off. And I have another book called The Service Cycle that's going to be coming out uh, later next year. And that's all about the different touch points throughout the service experience that make or break retention and drive profit. Uh, you know, so that's a little bit about my background. My wife and I are passionate about what we do. We're here to serve people. We're here to get people uncomfortable and to look at those areas that need to be addressed, but do it in a way that's empowering so that they can grow and learn lessons along the way. It's not what we do as much as what we learn and who we become uh, that really drives transformation. And that's what I've been able to learn. And that's our passion. Nice. I love all of that. That's so great. Uh, I want to, I've got a question. So you said that you grew up with people in the beauty industry? Yeah. Yeah. And did you never think about doing hair yourself? Nope. I swept so much hair as a kid. I was traumatized by it because <laughs> especially with the mom where it's got to be perfect and family members and friends where it's got to be right. You right. know, uh, there's more hair, go sweep it. So yeah, I know it was just never, that wasn't for me. Again, I thought I was going to be in the restaurant side of the business. I went right. to art school, marketing. Uh, I was real, really passionate about that. Uh, but I love the industry. I love what, who we are and what we do. You know, uh, but yeah, yeah, that just wasn't, that wasn't my, uh, I can try if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, it's okay. Um, so I got, I got another question. Um, uh, what's telling me a little bit about like, if a stylist is like listening and, uh, or stylists and salon owners are listening, what, who is your, like, um, your ideal, 
the person, like the ideal person who reaches out to you or not ideal, but typical or average and what is going on in their head and, um, and what type of, yeah, why don't you just start with that? Well, typically salon owners are people that reach out to me more than not. Okay. Um, I do have independent um, stylists that do reach out to me as well. I have programs for them. Uh, but for the, the majority, it's the individual owner or the owner of a brick and mortar that has a team. Uh, and typically what's going on in their head when they're, when they're coming to find me is uh, I'm not financially organized. I need to understand it. I'm working too many hours. I don't know how to replace myself. Uh, I'm having trouble finding staff. I'll have people that will reach out to me that uh, work for themselves and realize now that they're in that, that they're not organized and they're working too hard and what can they do to work smarter. Um, I get people that reach out to me when they're looking to buy a business, uh, when they're looking to sell, uh, you know, so that I get a lot of that. Okay, nice. And uh, if if someone's here uh, and they're listening and they're like, okay, so that fits me. Like one of those things that you just said, you know, fits me. Uh, what uh, type of things would they expect to go through? Like, do you have curriculums or do you do like case by case basis? Uh, like how, tell us a little bit about how that would work. Well, you know, I, I kind of created a funnel and, um, and I'll kind of talk about what I mean by that. Uh, I have everything from books to, uh, three-month consulting if it's just project management-based to ongoing coaching, which is more long-term. If it is, uh, and then I have webinars as well, which is kind of just above the books. So the books, webinars, uh, case-by-case consulting, and then long-term coaching. Um, I also do uh, workshops and I do uh, live training events. Like next weekend, uh, I'll be in Ohio with a client of mine. Uh, and then, uh, I got a two day workshop based on my finance book that's coming up a week after that, you know, and then we'll be in Columbus for the premiere show. So we do a lot of different things. Uh, but I customize the approach based on the need of the business. Um, if somebody's interested in working with me or reaching out, uh, first thing I'm going to do is analyze the business. So I send a questionnaire, I ask for data. I want to see the P and L and it's most current state, no matter what it looks like. Uh, I want sales data. I want to hear and then read what you have to say and perceive to be occurring in your business. But I also want the data to tell me what the business is saying about what's happening. Because quite often we're not organized at that level or we've got the data, but we just don't know how to read it. So I'm, I'm that type of nerd that I read that stuff and I can see the trends and what's occurring. So it, they can validate what I'm hearing from someone but they also uh, can help me see things that maybe that person doesn't see. They can also help me see things that maybe are um, the real issue. The person's coming to me feeling this and this, but they're not realizing that it's this thing that they work on that's causing it. So what I want to do is analyze the business. I also want to be fiscally responsible for what somebody needs to get into. You know, because, for example, Robert, if you're looking for long term coaching with me, that's going to be more aggressive, a little higher end in my price point. Uh, And if your cash flow is saying that you can't afford that right now, even though you might want it, uh, then I might start you off with my books and webinars. And in those, they're very interactive. 
throughout my books and webinars, I tell people at points to stop, do the work, email it to me, ask questions to me, et cetera. So those are good launch points for people to grow into something more strategic and long term. If your cash flow dictates that we can get to work right away, then uh, we do that. And um, I pride myself over the last three, almost three decades now that once we get to work together in the first three to four months, we're going to grow your cash flow to cover having me around. So that way you're having the experience of I'm growing, the business is growing, we're putting structure in place, and this thing's paying for itself. This is great. So then an owner doesn't have to worry about another bill in their mind, which is nice. a scarcity way of thinking as opposed to an abundant way of thinking. Right. So I'm very growth minded in how I teach and educate. And I'm always listening for where is somebody located mentally? Are they in the story or circumstance of what's occurring? Are they coming from thought patterns and belief systems that are, are holding them back and they don't even realize it? And I point that, I point that out. Uh, and quite often it's vulnerable and sometimes can be uncomfortable, but it's critical to growth. And those that resonate with that and are ready to hear that, I'm definitely that type of person for them. I'm a big okay. believer. I'm a big believer that coaching is not um, sexy. You know, it seems sexy when you go to the seminar and it's inspiring and everything. But when you're rolling up your sleeves and having to dig into yourself, that can get tough. So I, I do it with respect and dignity, but I never step over it. Uh, because if I hear something and how you're thinking and relating to things and I'm not going right in and ha and ha holding that mirror up for you to see it, then I'm not serving you, you know, and, and, and that's what people are trusting me and putting their business in their hands to do to guide them and to help them grow. And to me, that's what coaching is. It's about going in to those pain points and learning the lessons and growing from them. Okay. So, uh, if I am, uh, if I'm, if someone's listening to this and they're like, they're like, man, I, I like everything he says, but it's kind of sounds a little like, uh, like there might be a little bit of fear associated with, uh, such a, such like and a level of intensity or commitment. And it sounds like there might be a little bit of, a. a uh, kind of a low cost entry point to start mm -hmm. experiencing the benefits and um, and For then sure. yeah okay so so there's like a way to kind of get into it without taking on a huge commitment and um, what and is and is that based is the pricing based on the customer or do you have like a, a general range for like what this kind of like uh, less less monetary uh, cost approach is versus like what your full-time uh, um, coaching is? Yeah. I mean, I've got price points for all of that. Um, while my books and webinars are, you know, set price points, uh, you know, so you're going to purchase that and that's what you're investing. Uh, and my, my onsite training fee is a set price point for the time I'm going to take to be away from home and to go be in another place to work with somebody. My coaching uh, fees are um, always subject to what's going on in that business, what the cash flow looks like, uh, and me being fiscally responsible for what I'm going to recommend. And, you know, ultimately, I created that funnel, those different uh, levels, so that it could support people with where they are right now.
because not everybody is going to be ready for certain things. And then you're going to find some that are ready for it all and want to go after it. And I'm not here to chase anybody. And I'm certainly not here to convince anybody to do anything. I'm here to support and I share from heart and mind and my experience how I can help. I'm never attached to anybody saying yes or no to anything because there's a lot out there for people to dip, you know, to dig into. So maybe my message jams and lands with people and maybe it doesn't. Uh, but I'm always going to be an advocate, even if the help, you know, so at the end of the day, uh, there's never an attachment on my end that people choose anything uh, other than if they know they're ready to take action. That's the thing. To me, you can't dabble. You got to go okay. right in. You have to jump in because the water is okay. freezing. It's cold. Get in. You know, I mean, that's that's the thing. Uh, and I think quite often what happens is we get into the end willing to take the risk. We're willing to go to school. We're willing to take on the debt of school. Uh, we're willing to uh, do all those things. And then the experiences start to happen along the way, Robert. And we begin to believe things about how it's going to go and believe things about ourselves. You know, so I always recommend to anybody that you got into this, you took the risk, you chased after something. That doesn't mean that you've arrived. We've never arrived. It's always going to be ongoing and you must meet your journey with aggressiveness. So if you know you don't know this area, get aggressive about it. Go learn it. Attack it. You know, and quite often we don't. We avoid. I did. You heard my, you know, I mean, I, I avoided for eight years. It cost me so much, but it taught me so much. And I wouldn't have the life I have today if I didn't learn from that lesson. So the key thing is there's never anything wrong. There's only mistakes if you choose to look at it that way. Everything is a learning lesson. And, uh, you know, and it's it's only a matter of what you're choosing to do and how you relate to it in the moment. So. That's why I'm really clear about my different structures and I ensure that people get what they're getting into. Like, I want you to know this is what you're getting into and this is what it looks like, you know, so people can come in eyes wide open. And usually that's going to support people. It's that message is going to resonate with those that are ready. It's the old Pareto principle. 20% are ready for it. 80% love it and are inspired by the concept. 20% are really ready to dig in. And do you have a, do you, do you find, um, people hit hit you up and say, Hey, I need some help in my business. And you start talking to them and they, uh, they, they either decide that they don't want, they're not ready for it. Or you decide that it's not going to work out. Like you guys, like, do you ever have, of have that? Of yeah. course. Yeah. I don't even, I, I don't charge for an analysis. So if somebody's interested in coaching with me, then I'm going to analyze the business and then we're going to get on the phone and have a 45 minute to one hour discovery session or half hour based on what I'm seeing and, and the size of the company. I don't charge for that because if you and I are going to work together for the next 12 to 18 months, you know, then we've got to really get to know each other. And we both have to be sure that like you have to be sure that I'm going to guide you in the right direction. And I've got to be sure that what I'm hearing and what I see tells me that you're going to do the work because the last thing I want to do is waste my time and I don't want you to waste your money and your time. So, uh, and I've told people based on your, you know, you're saying you want coaching, but based on your cash flow, it, 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 it doesn't have integrity for us to move forward yet. 
That's why I have this book that's $150 versus getting into more in a more intensive and immersive experience. So, you know, I everything's customizable to support where people are for sure. Nice. Nice. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, I think this gives us a pretty good understanding of your business and what you have to offer. Um, and uh, I'd love to have like dive into some of some of these specific things uh, for our next conversation. But uh, before we wrap this up, I would be like to, you know, do you have any last minute like pieces of, or things to say, like for anybody who's on the fence uh, and having some of these thoughts about whether or not they need some help or whatever that it, it, the case is, do you have any, you want to have like, take a second and like yeah. uh, address them one last time? For sure. I'll say this. There's nothing wrong with where you are. Meet, meet the moment where you are and, and, and think about what's occurring. That's creating whatever upset or challenge that you're having and ask yourself, uh, do you want to be driven by that circumstance and situation? Or do you want to be driven by what you value and who you want to become? Forward, moving, always. There's nothing ever wrong unless you choose to look at it that way. You know, the, uh, the, the stone, the big boulder that's on the path in front of you could literally just be a stepping stone if you so choose to step up and over it and keep moving. Or it could be a barrier and the reason why something is not going the way you want it to. So you can either be given by your perceptions and your beliefs that things are or aren't certain ways, or you can let them go and you can accept where you are and accept where you're not, accept what you know and what you don't, accept how it's going and how it's not. Because when you get to that place of acceptance, you become more patient and graceful and empowered to continue to move through it. There's nothing ever wrong. There's just a lesson waiting to be learned. Nice. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Cool, brother. Thanks for having me, Robert. Absolutely. All right. Take care. Bye, brother.